Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co hostess with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's with the rundown. And you know when we have the rundown segment, you know that it's going down this evening because it is Third Thursday. So if y'all are in town, please pull up and pop out to Third Thursday, hosted by yours truly, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and Miss Reese, the one and only, uh, the undisputed King Queen of Chicago Podcast. We'll be at 2014 South Michigan Avenue at the Alpha Space, the beginning of Everything Fly, and uh, it's all free. Free entry. Free food, free libations, free other, whatever you're into, and positive energy most of all, right? Exactly. So y'all be sure to pull up, man. So let's get into the rundown. What we got heading off the rundown topic this week? Ms. Reese. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have been watching. I call it the trial of the decade, right? Okay. Um, no, Jason Van Dyke's trial. So have you been watching Oh, no. Nah. JVD? No, nah, I haven't been yeah. watching. So it's, this is day four. Mm. I heard it's going to take months, though. I no, did see I don't a clip. think it's going to oh, take months. He's at done all. here. I think. Okay, so I don't know. A few things. Gave him enough rope to hang his motherfucking self. So first, you have seven white jurors, three Hispanic, one black. Mm, what is this supposed to be representative of the city or not Cook County? Yeah, not at all. So that so when I saw or heard that, I was like, uh, yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah. It's going to get off, right? It's going to be a negative outcome. First day, the two officers um, that took stand were the, the officers that were first on the scene. Mm -hmm. Now, they explain how... Wait. Now, I know I said I haven't been following, but I did see a clip and I saw a husky Hispanic lady yep. and a husky white boy. Yes. These are the people you're talking yes. about? Yes. I saw that one. Okay. And Them so, niggas told. So, they described, you know, coming on the scene, that they knew he had a knife. They were aware of that because he wrote mm -hmm. like, he tagged the right, window. Right, right. He slashed the tire. He's engraving um, his name in school desks. A couple key things that they said. They called for backup for a taser. Mm. They specifically said that. So they were waiting Question. for the taser. Isn't that part of the utility Apparently, it, it wasn't I thought there. all cops had Apparently guns not. and tasers. Because every time a white person gets into something, they get tased. They don't have to call for a taser. The taser is available. Well, not here. And mm. I guess in the black neighborhoods, they're not wearing tasers. Ah, yes. Um, so... They were in the car waiting, right. and, you know, they said, we didn't see him doing any harm to anyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I didn't fear for my life. Right. Um, so it was like that right there alone. Right, right. The fact that he said he didn't fear for his life because they were the first on the scene. They didn't jump out, and they didn't shoot him. Right, Even though they knew he had a weapon, mm -hmm. a knife. A knife. Come on. A pocket knife. Okay, Do so knife. that was that was uh, like the first day it started, mm. right? So today they actually had somebody um, up there talking about uh, the gunshots, um, you know, mm. and, because I do remember Somebody hearing, like another cop? I don't remember what his title okay. was, okay. but I do remember them saying that, um, you know, the gun automatically went off. Okay, okay. Right, 16 shots, and it just kept going. That was 16. Okay, so no, that's not the case. Apparently, they had two FBI cops demonstrate the shooting, and it takes 8.1 pounds to pull that trigger every time. Clock up. So it is no, I pulled it once, and it just went off. This ain't that. No, and it took, what did they say, 14 point something seconds to get the 16 shots off. So they are really thorough right now. Sounds like it. Forensics. 
CSI. Yeah, and it's not looking. It's NYPD not looking Blue. Good. It's not looking good. So. Yeah. Uh, not no. looking good for Buddy ass. No. That's kind of good for us. It should. Yeah, um, that's kind of good. So the defense Justice. will start Monday. Hmm? The defense will start Monday. They'll mm. start calling their witnesses. So I did see a little clip, and it seems like they're trying to villainize uh, the young brother, Laquan, because they're like, ah, oh, he was vandalizing things. He was slashing. He was accosting people. He was headed towards a Burger King where there were pedestrians. We needed to stop him from harming others and himself. And I think that's all the defense really has. Is yeah, that that's it. That he was that on, they thought, and, and they said he was on PCP or something right. like that. But when the two cops who first arrived on the scene clearly said, Man. I wasn't in fear for my life. This is nothing out we the We just norm. needed to tase him. Mm. He was not, the you know what I mean? The niggas off like, of Yapa. Let him come off his high. So it, it'll be interesting to see what this will happen. Well, y'all stay tuned for more on that. And I think every major news outlet in the city is covering this. So yeah. if y'all want to check it out, I'm sure you can YouTube it. And, and they we'll play it on TV. It as well. I guess yeah. WTT. Oh, yeah. like, like when w you say the um, trial of the decade, that's what I'm kind of, you know, reminded of how they did 24-7 coverage OJ. of yeah. OJ. That's why, you know what I'm saying? But this, this is the thing. Um, man, you, you, you will repent for your sins, bro. Like. So let's just say that, you know, it goes down like four flat tires and buddy ass get life in jail, maybe multiple life sentences, right? And now you're in jail, you're being raped, you're being punched, you're being robbed, you're being accosted in jail. And it's like because I was that racist towards black people, in particular this young black boy, that I would give my life and my butthole up to be now unjust. Think about that. Yeah, like, think, start, though. Start thinking about the impact about of your that. actions, dog. Like, who would risk it all? Because they're privileged. They don't think that yeah. they will ever have to deal with those consequences. Well, he finna get so, some Hennessy privileged bottles shoved up his ass in jail. Real quick, I was in the nail shop, right? You in do what? In between pickups. Sorry, I stopped at the nail shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the news came on, and they were showing the trial and the, the uh, FBI agents uh, shooting off the shots, right? Mm -hmm. It was a white lady sitting on the other side of me. Oh, oh, turn it off. Can someone turn it off? Let me dab on these niggas. Turn it off. Let me dab to the right. What? We were so confused. you were there. You were slow I don't know why. on the sideline. So look, she, she looked to the her left, right? And mm. the guy was like, what do you need, a fan? Right? He didn't, Church he, fan? He was clueless. Program? And she was like, Oh, no, no, I just, and then it had one off, so she didn't say. Mm. Then she looked to the right, and I was looking at her like, Ma'am. I want you to say something. Ma'am. <laughs> we feel no remorse for girl, your remorse. Girl, you just know nothing up Baby, here. Watch girl, this shit. come on, man. We've been through this, man. Yeah, Y'all thought know, that was interesting. The, I'm not even going to say white people. People can act their asses off <laughs> if the situation calls for it, Z. From job interviews to criminal investigations, oh, to just, oh, I think people are looking at my reaction to <laughs> what real. we're watching, and she I should so care about this shit. dramatic. And the Grammy goes to. Right. All right, man, what else is uh, going on at the rundown? Uh, the race for mayor. How mm. many people are going to enter <laughs> this goddamn race? <laughs> I'm trying to make it. Calvin's uh, going to enter. He's going to make Come the announcement next month. <laughs> I heard DeSable Bapstein Point <laughs> has... Uh, Junior has entered the race as well. Everybody is trying to get to that seat. So I'm going to give you all a rundown of all the candidates really quick. So Bill Daly, which is uh, Mayor Daly's brother, just entered uh, earlier this week, Monday. Is this this nigga's father? Because he looks old as fuck. He does. No, but he also Ugh. worked under Obama in the Ugh. White House. He, he's worked 
at the White House and in D.C. mostly. Did he work in the basement? Because this nigga looks like he hasn't seen the sun in decades. <laughs> no. It's terrible looking for he a rich person. He is pretty pale. But, um, and Tony Prettwinkle mm. just entered. Mm. Even though her chief of staff just resigned because mm. some allegations Scandal. of sexual misconduct. Scandal. <laughs> Tony done touched on body butt, butt crack. And now she's trying to put her beard in. So those are the two newest uh, candidates. But you mm. have... No, nah, what about Chewy? Did Chewy go or no? He's not up there. Because they were saying him and Tony were supposed to do it on the same day, like announce on the same day. And I guess he just... He hasn't announced. Reneged. So I don't know. Mm. I know his name has been thrown out there. But mm. when I looked up the people, right. his name or face isn't there. Yeah. So you have Dorothy Brown. You would know him from that thick-ass mustache. mustache. Mm. Hey, he Chewy. looks like <laughs> the guy. Remember in Guess Who? Guess oh, who? yeah, with Bernie Mac or no. the real one with Sidney Poitier? No. The game, guess who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the guy with the <laughs> thick you couldn't really see nothing but his mustache. Yeah, he took Burt Reynolds, rest in peace, mustache face ass. Um, okay, so you have Dorothy Brown, mm -hmm. uh, 64. She's the Cook County Circuit Clerk. Yeah, right? and has been since the city Forever. was founded. Yeah. Okay, look, but she had allegations. Oh, everybody has. <laughs> oh, my stars. I'm going to y'all some, some shade. What's going on? Okay? All right. Um, allegations that she took 15000 a bribe from a man seeking a job in her office disguised as a business loan to her and her husband. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, she got mm, a little that's what she be on. Okay. That's what she, disguised as a business loan. We but think, no. My thing is seat. this. Take more than fifteen. If you're going to go down, <laughs> go down for something. Like, mine's be going down for five bands. Well, it said she took fifteen one time, ten another time. So maybe she's breaking it yeah, up. Yeah, she was, she was doing it in, in layers. Right. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Amara Inye. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Oh, that's my homegirl from U of I. What up, girl? Okay, so she ran in 2015. Yeah, yeah. But she exited the race to support Alderman Bob Ferretti. Yeah, did yeah, you know she did step out. Okay, so she's worked as a public policy advisor in various capacities and also worked alongside Chris Kennedy. Beautiful black queen. When I, I tell you, she it. is very articulate. She has the pulse of the community, and uh, she is primed and ready. But I don't know if she has enough of a machine behind her. That's the That's only the thing. thing. She seems real woke. Yeah, she's right? not tainted. A little she's too woke mm. for Chicago. That could be scary. That could I'm be just scary. Saying, you don't like, blink at all. Nigga. Well, I'm just saying that. That's. For real woke. You know, you got to play that that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that game. Yeah, you so. got to code switch. You got to be able to code switch. Right. Um, next, we have Jamal Green. Hey, Jamal. He's one of the youngest. Um, he's 22, activist, ah, yeah, he heavily involved yeah. with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Won't win, but valiant but, effort for yeah, even being. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? You know you're not going to win. But, good but you, you know how it gets your device. name out yeah. there now when you run for a lesser office or you go to support who actually. Man. Yeah, now that's the road to success. I yep. like it. I like it. Um, John Coltsler. Mm. Um, he ran in the 11th Ward against Alderman Patrick Daly-Thompson. He didn't win, but that was probably the only time you guys seen his name. Yeah, Patrick Daly-Thompson. Is this another Daly that's part? I so. I think so. And with the yeah. hyphenated last name. Mm. Right. Um, okay, now this next guy is a brother. Troy La... I don't mm. know this last Lavelle name. Lavelle Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Lavelle Crawford. No, Troy huh? La Riviera. I don't know. Okay. Sound like anyway, a gambler. He's a former, I'm sorry if I jacked your name up, but he's a former. <laughs> won't win. <laughs> it's an old, you won't win. But congratulations for putting um, your name in he's there. He's a former CPS principal. And basically, he was just fed up with ROM shit yeah. and decided to, you know, step up and say, I'm doing something about it. So I applaud that effort. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Lori Lightfoot, former Chicago police board president and federal prosecutor. And champion footworker. 
Lightfoot? <laughs> I was about to say, you see her do the footwork? See what's up with y'all. Okay. Continue. Um, my least favorite, Gary McCarthy. Oh, Gary. So, you know, we shared the green room at Windy City yeah, Live. I meant to ask you about that. I didn't know who this guy <laughs> was. He I'm knows. like, yo, he I know who this guy before. <laughs> I can't see him to place in his face. And then when he got on there, he started doing his thing, and I'm in the back watching, like, oh, shit. That's the fall guy for Rum. So it's only natural, in my opinion. Like, I think a lot of these things are driven by emotion. And some are positive emotions, like Amara, who was like, yo, I want the city to be right. I, I want to get away from politics and get away, I mean, get towards, you know, unity yeah. and community, da, da, da. And I'm so passionate about it that I'm going to go forward. I don't know if this nigga is just so scorned that he's like, man, the poetic justice would be me taking his seat once he stepped down. And now, nan and a boo-boo, I got the last laugh. I don't know how much of that plays into it. Not saying that he's not qualified. Not saying that he doesn't have a little bit of oomph behind his name. And not saying that he couldn't potentially win. But it's one of those things, like, it's one thing we've learned. If we'd learned nothing, we learned this from Trump. You don't want to... Uh, run for president just to prove you could be president when you don't want to preside. Same thing goes for uh, mayor. You know what I'm saying? Not just to prove that you can do it. You actually want to do it and do it the right way. Yeah, because say. see, my thing with uh, some of these candidates, it seems like they're mostly only good in one area. Yeah, Except yeah. for a few people like Amara and, you know, a couple other ones on here. So I agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I also know that when Gary... Um, I love how I just be calling people by their first name. Like, we know these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Um, Fred. He was a superintendent. I mean, I felt like he was harsh, but he also knew about the culture of mm -hmm. what was going on. So, mm -hmm. for, and you know, look, I hate to say, right, you know, I don't know, but I just, he's my least favorite pick. Anyway, moving well, on. One thing that I will say, though, is that, and I know it's politics, and everybody's going to sell their candidate, yeah. but there's a black brother working behind the scenes for McCarthy, or with McCarthy, however you want to term it, and uh, he's kind of, you know, dropping little seeds in the back when we're talking. I want to say his nigga name was Willie, and <laughs> Willie was like, man, you know what I'm saying, but at the end of the day, uh, this dude has been doing stuff, like, behind the scenes with, the, I mean, again, the typical you know, uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, signing trying to autograph, sell you on them, huh? trying to sell me on them. But if it was authentic, I don't know, because he's like, man, cameras weren't there. We're not doing it for those reasons, da-da-da. It seems like it might be a little bit more to this candidate. Then I, I don't want to say I'm voting for him. I don't want to say I'm voting. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm voting. I'm voting. voting. But I will say this. I heard a comedian say it best last night. He was like, man, I agree with some Democratic beliefs i agree with some republican beliefs i don't think it can be all just one thing like this nigga's oh, no. a terrible candidate i think it can be like oh man he has these qualities and she has these qualities and tony has these qualities and we kind of need to look at it from that perspective versus yeah, but it don't it don't can be one mayor so you got to pick with who i feel like is the most well-rounded mm -hmm. and has the most well-rounded uh viewpoint perspective for the city not just looking yeah. to build downtown right not just looking to cut away Stuff from the south side, west right, side, right. you know, but looking to build it as a whole and make it one city. I 100% agree with that. What I think I'm saying more so is look, as opposed to, man, fuck, this the nigga that was associated I with blah, blah, yeah, fuck him. No, Don't do that. Really, Because that's what people, people can do to our people that yeah. we would prefer to be elected and be like, nah, she's black. I'm not even checking for her. Yeah, no, Let's just give them all a fair look. A fair chance, yeah, yeah except for Gary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the truth will be revealed on the 7th 3rd. 
Um, I, tried, I tried, I told you. It was my turn to talk for you. I would say something positive. Non-biased. Uh, uh, Matthew Rooney. Ah. Now, he's 20. He is the youngest candidate in the field. Oh, wow. He's a political science student at DePaul University. And his website says that he wanted to enter politics after working as a pharmaceutical technician and seeing customers unable to afford their medications. So this nigga was a drug dealer, and he was fronting too many He's people. He's my good story. He can't even <laughs> drink yet, and we expect to trust him with the mayoral candidacy? Well, again, like, like Jamal, he probably won't win, mm -hmm. but the fact that the that was his purpose... And he's from the pharmaceutical side. Pharmaceutical side control a lot of stuff because it's all about the money. Yeah. So that's a nice, nice little blend. A nice, nice little blend. A different perspective. But I think this nigga should run for student council president right I now. I think he's he should at, run for Congress. He's at no, the ball. No, we need some young. Let's get, this, let's get these. Let's Stop encourage waiting. Stop waiting. These young people. You're right. You're right. 20 on up. You got to really together. take that step and, and run for office and stop depending on everybody 35 and 40 and up to do it because they had a chance and they ain't doing shit. Ain't did nothing with it. Okay. Next we have Neil Seals Griffin. He's a tech entrepreneur. Um, he entered the race in April with a speech. <laughs> they said it lasted for two hours. <laughs> and he didn't oh. say shit, but long-winded ass nigga. <laughs> he wanted to address the population decline in Chicago. But he didn't give any specifics on policy proposals. So that's that reverse migration shit. Like people are leaving the city. And yeah. I mean, I think things go in ebb and flows like that. They'll be back. Them niggas will be back, mm -hmm. or or their descendants, their yeah. offspring. Then you got Paul Vallis, former hey, Paul. CPS CEO. Oh, okay. Um, How long? What? When? He was okay. When the nigga ended up dead in Lake Michigan. No, he was right before, um, who is it now? Oh, I can't think of his name. But he It's was a before, woman now, Jackson. Ja Janice, Dr. Janice Jackson. Before her. I nah, nah, it was Claypool before that. Then it was, he was before Claypool. Okay, okay, so three ago, three ago. Um, yeah, he's ran several different uh, school districts in big cities. So sometimes I think we bring a lot of people here, but because Chicago politics and people don't want to change. Right. Like we need to get mannequins ass out of here. So to Ma me, it don't matter. Ma <laughs> it don't matter who you bring in if you still have those same heads. Is Madigan the one that they're affiliating with JB? Yes. Fat body ass Madigan and saying like the they road dogs? But I, so him and Rounder bump heads. Yes. Well, you, you, you hear ass that say they bump heads. You hear ass that say he on Madigan's, you know what I'm saying, tip too. So you just don't know. But I feel like Madigan has been in there forever. Nah. And no all the problems. Remember yeah. them term limits. Yeah. Got to so get those get in out. there, y'all. And then my favorite, last but not least, Dr. Willie Wilson. Dr. Reverend Dr. Willie. Shake of tail feather Wilson. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> this nigga's rich, I heard. Yeah. And he, he funds his own campaigns. His billboards never came down from the last time he ran for mayor four years ago. Yeah. This nigga has money. Yeah. He's black. And I. He always participates in the Bud Billiken Parade. I love him because I saw a quote that he said when he was passing out money or paying people's property tax or paying their light bill or something. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm tired of white folks thinking they can tell me what I can do with my money. Oh. I can't write on. Oh, really? Oh. Come ain't, on. Ain't going to happen. Can we slow yes. clap this? Yes. I, <laughs> I swear, man. It's, it's our time, man. When you get your bag, when you get your ownership, when yeah. you get your, your feet set beneath you and you ten toes down, motherfuckers ain't scared to talk, man. Motherfuckers ain't scared to talk that and talk. And they shouldn't be. And, and, and Willie, an old school Negro. Yeah. Yeah, he one of them, so he definitely going to tell you about yourself and your mama self. So As he should. Shout out Willie. Do you think he has a chance? 
I do. With a name like Willie. I, I think he the has. The nigga's name is Willie. I think he has that O vote. Mm. He got that, uh, what's buddy ass? Danny, Danny K. Davis vote. Mm. She loves that name. I know. She has that, <laughs> has that dis district one vote. <laughs> first district vote. That Gold Coast no, I think vote. No, I think he got a shot. Got them luster hair care product votes. Mm. That Dudley hair Moving on, because okay. he read it out now. My bad. <laughs> My bad. But that's all of our candidates. Yeah. And, you know, just, I, I ain't going to say congratulations, but yeah, research, figure it out. Let us know who y'all favorite candidate is. And go they, vote. And go, vote and most importantly, yeah, vote. stay woke, go, go vote. vote. And that about wraps us up for the rundown on this week's episode. Is that a third? Literally. All right. How is it wrapped up? I thought, oh, <laughs> oh no, but wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to go party at this second, <laughs> third Thursday. <laughs> Forgive me, Brian. Say classy, San Diego. Fuck out here. So next, what we got next, my bad. <laughs> so we had active shooters, right? So ah, yes, this is important. Yesterday in Middleton, Wisconsin, uh, a man at WTS Paradigm Software Company. WKRP <laughs> in Cincinnati. He just started shooting in cubicle. <laughs> Oh no, wait, he has several magazines. He was heavily armed. That's what they said. He was Screams of anguish as workers fled this Middleton, Wisconsin office park. Unsure of where shots were coming from or who was being targeted. We had no clue, you know, in hearing the gunshots. It was, it was scary. Marlene Meckham put her workplace on lockdown as first responders moved in. When they evacuated us, we came through the back stairwell, which there was blood on the ground. Officers quickly zeroed in on WTS Paradigm, a software company. Authorities say the shooter was an employee, wounding three colleagues before police shot and killed him. Subject is down. We need a shield up here so we can approach. The suspect was heavily armed. Um, with a lot of extra ammunition, a lot of extra uh, magazines. Tonight, no motive, but praise for officers whose four-minute response time is credited with saving lives. This nigga has no aim. If you run out of a magazine <laughs> and then go to the next and only four people have yeah. been killed, get your body count up. <laughs> not, I, I don't know, I'm laying like, not like that. Right. But we do watch a lot of Grand Theft Auto, so we're, you know, desensitized to a lot of this shit. My thing is, one, where are the metal detectors? They're in schools. Why are they not in goddamn... No, they're not. In those little uh, business complexes? They yes. Not. You yeah, need metal detectors. Well, again, this is a, a mainly white state, and mm. so this is another one of y'all people. The South shall rise again. Right. Where was it at? This was in Wisconsin. Oh, the North shall fall again. <laughs> She's so stupid. Shout out to the cheeseheads. Okay, so today they had an active shooter in Maryland. Uh-huh. You know... I, like I said, we get desensitized to this shit. When you hear this, when you hear, oh, there's been an active shooter, what is the feeling that it invokes in you now? I'd be like, oh. Again. Is that not the fucked up shit that you could think of? It is. My thought was, oh, what the hell is he shooting about now? Nah. Like, what, what is the problem? What's to do about nothing? You, you would almost rather they turn the guns on themselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's a fucked up notion, too. We're just morbid as fuck in America And it's now. like, y'all people still going to these 9 to 5s. Y'all better be careful. Man, <laughs> I'm asleep at that hour. When they say no black people were injured during the World Trade Center bombing. 
Because they were running late that morning. <laughs> that ain't funny, but it is. It's factual, though, G. It's factual, man. Okay. But RIP to those that were hurt, yeah. the families that were affected, hold your head. Um, God's plan, man. When it's your time, it's your time. But um, I, I don't wish that on nobody to go out on some sucker shit. work, yeah. By some nigga that probably can't fight. Why don't women do mass shootings? Hmm? Is that a thing? Have you ever heard of a woman just... Nah. It really doesn't happen. What's yeah. going on with... These niggas need some... Some therapy. Pussy. They, uh, they yeah, need therapy. some therapy. therapy. <laughs> some therapy. Y'all need some aromatherapy. Y'all need old girl from Baby Boy that Joe was cheating with. Y'all need something. Something. But anyway. So, on another note, on a good note, yeah, Nike is here to stay. Hey! Yeah. Revolution! So, finally, a major company has taken a stand and is back in Colin Kaepernick. I think it was their 30-year anniversary. Yep. And Nike decided to put Colin and make him the face uh, of the brand, which obviously a lot of white folks um, didn't like that. Oh, no, hated it. Appar hated it. Apparently, <laughs> they think they are the push or the money behind Nike. No. Y'all are sadly mistaken no. because no. it is African-Americans, black folks. Are the 83% that keeps Nike going. The pre-Fontaine days are over. Yeah. You know we have a trillion dollars plus in buying power. Yeah, we don't really. The majority that. of that shit goes to Nike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it used to be FUBU. But I will say this. For the third, 30th year anniversary of Just Do It, yeah. saying, man, uh, regardless of how, oh, I'm going to get the quote wrong, but it says, uh, regardless of what you have to lose, you need to stand for something. Whatever the mm -hmm. shit says, the shit is cold. The commercial left me feeling some type of way. Just You know what I'm saying? When I say I'm emotionless when it comes to the mass shootings, when I saw the Nike Colin Kaepernick commercial, something rose up in my loin. <laughs> it felt like, oh, progress. Yeah. It made me feel better as a black man watching the NFL. If people say your dreams are crazy, if they laugh at what you think you can do, good. Stay that way. Because what non-believers fail to understand is that calling a dream crazy is not an insult. It's a compliment. Don't try to be the fastest runner in your school or the fastest in the world. Be the fastest ever. Don't picture yourself wearing OBJ's jersey. Picture OBJ wearing yours. Don't settle for homecoming queen or linebacker. Do both. Lose 120 pounds and become an Ironman after beating a brain tumor. Don't believe you have to be like anybody to be somebody. If you're born a refugee, don't let it stop you from playing soccer for the national team at age 16. Don't become the best basketball player on the planet. Be bigger than basketball. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And here's why. Because I feel like, again, one, I just happen to have access to cable right now. <laughs> I actually have a cow's potato when I do have cable. I usually don't have it. But I'll, I'll say this. Last season, it was kind of like, man, y'all blackballed my man. He ain't getting his back. Because he's blackballed. He's not getting his back. Yeah. We don't care if you not let him in. But if he's allowed the opportunity to try out for a team, get signed to a roster, 
and is a, a second-string quarterback getting his bag and not playing. It's not about he needs to play. He wasn't the coldest one when he was away. leaving. Y'all took his money away. I feel like Nike was somehow able to right that wrong with this move. Now, like I said, as a black man, I don't feel as bad watching the uh, NFL games. But I will say this as well. Nike sponsors the jerseys for the NFL. So, And then also when this campaign came out, it wasn't like Trump on some, oh, I can't believe they would do this. That's a terrible move for Nike. NFL was like, nah, kudos. That was a good move. Colin Kaepernick, we applaud your effort. We're glad that da 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 Who's to say that in these back rooms that the that NFL was like, nigga, we have dug this grave that we cannot get out of. Nike was like, we got you. We're going to make him the face of this. They didn't make him the face of Nike. They made him the face of the 30th annual Just Do It campaign. And in return for that, now everybody's cheering, boycotting, or, you know, pubbing up the damn Nike brand more than they usually would. You know we already fuck with Nike. So now, I'm cool watching the NFL, so I'm sure their ratings will probably eh, see a little bit of a spike. I don't think they're going to drop because of Nike's move, right? Nike's stock took a little dip, and now it boop, skyrocketed a little bit. Cap is good. The NFL seems a little better this year. I think there was something in the, in, the, in the back room that was discussed, and this isn't just a genuine move. Nike is a business at the end of the day. Do you agree? Agree. So you don't give a fuck about Colin Kaepernick or the cause? Fuck Nike, okay? If oh! okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're done with you. We're going to wear your shit. But you know how they had the uh, upside down Nike signs? We're going to bang your shit backwards. If that's true, we no, can't prove you it, know though. What? We'll never and be privy to those conversations. have a point. Me, personally, I still don't fuck with the NFL. And I think... People still should be woke. It is a plantation until you get owners that reflect the amount of colored folk that play on that field every day. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be equal. Yo, they're little, they're little millions compared to all them big millions they bringing in every right. year. It's just not the same. So, do you um, feel it's not the same in the NBA and in Major League Baseball? We don't really have a high representation in. Baseball, baseball. no, but they do have, um, you do have colored folks in the office. Colored folk? This ain't the goddamn Negro League. Colored folk over yonder? Where are the colored folk? I'm I'm, I'm saying not just black folks, but Oh, yeah, you're talking about like Cubans, Dominicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it reflects the people on the field. Basketball, we need Mm. some more. I'm saying in all, we do need more diversity, more Folks who need their own teams that are playing out there on the field. I'm just saying that. So I still don't fuck with the NFL. I'm going to push back just a little bit, and here's why. I agree that all sports can use a makeover in terms of yeah. just equity and just ownership mm-hmm. and diversity therein. But I do think that the NFL has made a lot of black men and family millionaires. Now, CTE is a thing, you know what I'm saying? You, you get fucked up chasing that bag and your head is not right and you go crazy 20 years later. That's the thing. Uh, people falling off and not knowing how to manage their money. Yeah, I was rich and I died broke and ugly. And then other people that, you know, make good on their opportunities given to them. I think that's across all professional sports. It's kind of like they use you, but it's your job. Like, I think LeBron does a great job of this of making sure that you're doing the using versus being used. It's not as easy in the NFL because the contracts are not guaranteed. In baseball, they are. And in basketball, I believe they are as well. But if given the opportunity to make even six figures, 
doing what you love and have been doing all your life for free, I'm just saying it could be worse. That's all I'm saying. Not saying there's not progress that needs to be made. It could be worse. It is see? worse. Okay, so it is worse. Let's say, right? So the NFL, they give you this opportunity, great, right? But afterwards, and your ass is jacked up, mm -hmm. they don't give you no insurance. You can't get no workers' comp. A lot of these people, and not just black retired players, mm -hmm. white players too, go broke because they got to pay for all these medical expenses. That's very true, and I think. The same could be said about the military. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go serve your country, you and come back. And you don't back, get no benefits. You get a little bit of hospital. You get a VA. The veteran. You the, get the VA, but I well, mean, you don't get jobs. You don't get income. Yeah, it's fucked up. But I, I think that's a representation of America and American sports and Amer American military. It's a representation of the white man running shit. Mm -hmm. We're just going to call his name. <laughs> We're going to call <laughs> Lucifer okay, out. Let me let me stop. Okay. I'll say so, go there. Really, last on this Nike thing, Jim Carrey <laughs> appeared on Billboard. Oh, my God. Now, I saw this brand new Nikes mm -hmm. and was all about it. No, because they remade. It looked like they combined like well, some. Well, he just bought them. He oh, bought his them. brand new. Okay. Yeah, he just but bought them. But I've seen like some shit. I think it's the Don C's. And uh, like, you know, the cool tastemaker niggas yeah. be having their own shoes. And it looked like something the Fresh Prince would wear combined with like one of the retro Jordans. Like, yeah. I think that's what Jim Carrey had on. That shit was fresh as fuck. He was. And he, he got was. a new series. Did you he see does. that? He does. It's on Showtime. So, yeah. he, Bill <laughs> Maher sure has that. been trying to get him on his show for years. And that's yeah. the only reason. He was like, you're the only one where we'll, we'll let you advertise your Showtime show yeah, on HBO. Showtime. So, yeah. What the fuck? Jim, Jim is back. Jim's the man. All right, but that's it with Nike. Okay. Well, does that? No. I want to go party. Okay. <laughs> one more thing. Well, one, two more things. Two wait, more things. Two more things. there's more. Two more things. <laughs> okay, so the Emmys. Oh, Emmys shit, we got to talk about the Emmys. Okay, uh, big shout out and congratulations to Regina King. Regina King, also known as Diana. Riley. Oh, from Boondocks. Riley from Boondocks. Boondocks. <laughs> Lift it up a little bit, okay? Praise his name. Also, 227. Yeah. Also, Poetic Justice. Also, seven, seven Second. Brush your weak ass fade. <laughs> you the weak ass nigga. For those of y'all, oh, she beat the shit out of Laz Lonzo on, was it This Christmas or the yeah. one with Danny Glover? No, this isn't that This Christmas? Well, Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Christmas, beat the shit out, buddy. I put the baby. Oh, that was slick. That ass. Put the baby oil That's on the floor. That's a good idea. That was slick. All right. So what about it? What she win? So she won uh, for the series Seven Seconds. Seven Seconds. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series oh, or movie. She was a disturbed black I have to watch that. I, have I haven't finished it. it. Now, I will say it is gripping and it will okay. grab you. Well, I think it's. I think for me, it's more of a, I ain't got shit to do this weekend. Boom, I'm finna get through it. Okay. Versus well, I'm going to piece it out yeah. and da-da-da. Okay. And I think I'm halfway through it, and it's good. Okay. Don't, don't get it twisted. It's good, but I just haven't finished it. Okay. Um, and your show won for Outstanding Drama Series, Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought you were going to say this down the third. I'm about to say, hell yeah, nigga. I didn't even know how to <laughs> not win. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, Are we yeah, eligible for Thrones. Emmy? No, you, uh, oh, Yemi? Are you well, too, Yemi? we might, because... Last hey, week tonight category, right? with John Oliver won. Okay. okay. Um, and that was for Outstanding Variety Talk. Variety so talk. he did beat out Trevor Noah. I like both of them. I like both of them as well. And you said that uh, Game of Thrones won for just most outstanding? Drama series. Hey, I know you don't watch it, but that shit is cold. No, I, I know. I hear about it. Everybody that talks about it. That shit is cold. Um, 
RuPaul's Drag Race won for Outstanding Reality Program. That's like VA's one type shit? No, it comes on uh, Logo, Lobo. It's the late, uh, Lesbian and Gay channel. Oh. They got their own blow. logo or low. Low no, blow I don't know. Get under the logo and give me a low blow. Okay. Um, Tiffany Haddish won. Haddish. For Outstanding Guest on Comedy Series. For what show? I think Saturday Night Live. Um, and then Cat Williams won for guest comedy um, on Atlanta. Ah, yeah, he was the uncle in Atlanta. Now, that's interesting because I don't know how old this clip was, but I recently saw a clip of Cat Williams going in on oh, Tiffany Haddish. That's I new. I saw that, yeah. He recently well, fired off on Shorty's. I wish everybody stopped saying I, that because I, 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 I yeah, watched it and right. it wasn't. First of all, he went in on this the female who was doing the interview. I didn't. I saw a clip. I didn't see the whole interview. See, I watched the whole thing, okay. and so he he went in on her because she tried to come for Cat Williams' hair. Ah. And you know he wouldn't. <laughs> He's not having that. Her. And then he just they started asking him questions about the Monique, the Netflix mm -hmm. deal, and he really was just answering their questions. The game he spit with that Netflix shit. That was like, dog, your last show did three hundred thousand tickets. They will offer you three hundred thousand dollars for your sit for your special. My last show did two point whatever million. They offered me two it point whatever. It was a shade. Million. That shit is cold and enlightening, and it changes the way. And that's why we can't be so quick to just prejudge. We got to find the information and find the facts. Another thing, though, was when he was talking that shit about Tiffany Haddish. In my opinion, he wasn't just keeping it in bounds when she was he was talking about the husbands, the fucking of the white boys, he, uh, Brad Pitt, what the band. Giving you game. If you think about but he it, he seemed to be talking down upon her I don't versus think it just was, giving us game. Okay. And then when I see him praising her feet backstage, I think because people, he knew he fucked up. Nah, like, you didn't I have to say that shit about her. He probably didn't have to go into details, right? But I think. He speaks very matter of fact. Why do you think, and I hate to say this, I, Beehive, leave me alone, okay? Zzz, but zzz, Beyonce not zzz. the only female that can sing, Right. Right? It's it's a, it's an actually it's some, it's some women out here that can blow. Right? Blow better than B, right? She great show, I ain't taking nothing from her. Oh. But how she looks while doing it is has helped it matters. pushed her forward, it matters. right? It matters. She 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 ain't never changed her hair. Right. How many artists you know never change their hair color, never mm -hmm. change that look? Because she it's blonde. She <laughs> looks <laughs> like a white woman. Thank you. I said So, it. I'm just saying, cat. A thick-ass, beautiful-ass white woman, but that is like, she's like the perfect hybrid of what you would want in a sister. And, and what they can commercially, sell. yeah, it's well, commercially so that's marketable. what I thought he was saying about, like, Kevin Hart, Little Rail, all them, Tiffany Haddish. But he's I mean, saying these, he was calling these dudes ugly-ass niggas that nobody would fuck. So, what's the, I, I, that seems to be reversed. Because, no, like, they're putting on ugly, dark-skinned dudes for what reason? For the men, they put on ugly men because it's... They don't want chicks to be gravitated they towards They don't them. want they white women. To be gravitated. They're still going to gravitate towards... They, they, white women gravitate towards money, black. not looks. Oh, they, they you know, white women that. don't fuck with me. You ain't dark enough. Oh, no, I'm not rich enough. What you mean? I guarantee you, Steph Curry probably is beating them off with a stick. You, he, he went to Davidson. Well, I'm Tell saying, me how you think his years at Davidson were. You know what? And I Lonely, broken hearted. I ain't going to say you ain't got enough money. It don't look like you. If your whip was a little different, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. It, it just has to look a certain way. Mm. I'm not finna Because I know thing. mugs who think somebody got, and I just be like, y'all have no clue. It's right. not it. <laughs>
Oh, it broke. <laughs> it's not broken. <laughs> but this is my thing, though, man. I think at the end of the day, that was an opportunity. And no diss to Cap because I appreciate the game that he was spitting. Yeah. But I feel like there are different opportunities that we seem to not take advantage of to show unity, yeah, to yeah. show positivity, to show togetherness, to show solidarity, man. Agreed. And to be like, man, because she's the top chick and because Adele Gibbons, because uh, Moni Love, because, you know what I'm saying, anybody you want to name, some more phenomenal black female comedians. Fuck that. Phenomenal comedians. Not female, not black. They just straight up comedians yeah. to me. But at the end of the day, Tiffany Haddish got a fat ass. Tiffany Haddish. But do you is know any of her jokes? More, do I know any of the? I know such a fucking lady from Adele Givens. I know some I know, more. Uh, Stanley. Stanley. You know yeah, that was smart. I couldn't name a Tiffany, and I and I've seen her several times yeah. on stand up, and I think um, I think, I think she's she underrated, more, but I yeah. think she is a better actress, than a, a funny actress right. than. I, I'm just saying, man. At the end of the day, tap me on my shoulder and call me in the back and tell me that, bro. Yeah, don't yeah. say that on a platform that you know is gonna get others to see it. That's my thing. Agree. Okay. There we go. It's gonna be party time. Right. You can be, no, not party time. Ah. Relationships. Come oh, on. our favorite right. topic. I don't want to leave without doing this one. I'm so sorry. <coughs> now, we are about to get into our favorite and final topic on this and a third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. I am so curious because I didn't even take a <laughs> gander. Oh, you didn't? No. I want to be surprised. Okay. And okay. I want y'all to comment because we had some great comments last week <laughs> from our relationship segment. Yeah. We may even introduce a comment of the week, man, yeah. because the real Memphis was tuned in and dialed <laughs> in. Uh, my girl Patrice on the Instagram, P yeah. Lovelace, was talk talking some cash. Y'all keep commenting and keep engaging, but let's go ahead with the first topic. Okay, so Dear DC, I'm dating a guy, and he has photos of his ex posted around his house. Hmm. Is he still in love with her? Mm. Do I tell him to remove them? Mm. How long after a relationship has ended should photos be left up? Mm. Want me to go? Yeah. This is my thing. I do appreciate the aspect of the question of how long is yeah. long enough, right? But I feel like, and this is just me speaking personally, when you go through a breakup, and usually breakups are not the best and most pleasant mm -hmm. thing. And then you kind of start taking pictures down and moving things and what the bam. It just feels like, nigga, you're in your feelings, like big time to me. If it's a solo picture, that's a little bit different than we're in a picture together. Like, I'm in this picture, right? I would say a solo picture could come down immediately. Yeah. A, a, a picture with me in it isn't coming. I would put something over your face, you know what I'm saying, before I took that shit down and had a barren, art-free, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to replace this with something. Yeah. This shit was here as a decoration, not just a picture. picture. No, so I, I have to get, otherwise, motherfuckers going to be, not saying you're going to have company or whatever, but people will come through like, nigga, it looks like something should Blood be here. There, like, yeah. you got you to gotta really strategically replace that shit with something that's the now you. Versus just being like, oh, fuck this bitch. I'm out. I'm finna do it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And if you want to be funny about it and express it to you and your feelings and niggas know you're going through, you can put a little Garfield sticker yeah. out there. You can do something and keep it up there, but keep it funky. What's um, What say you? I agree. For me, that would be my thing because, like you said, it's for decoration. Man, right? this serves a purpose. And 
the solo picture, I probably won't ever have a solo picture of a dude just another motherfucker. Like we unless have we to both be on this in mortgage. there together. <laughs> yeah, Who's so the, least? the single pictures I probably would never have because I've never had one right. hanging up. But those will come down immediately, and then the ones that I'm in him with. Yeah, it would take me a little longer because I, yeah, it would just, I'm a procrastinator. So to f actually take the time to find another picture, to put in the frame and replace it would just be, yeah, it would be a whole, a whole thing. So, yeah, that person would just be mad at me because you have to say something like, yeah. I, to, to let me know that that bothers you because I probably wouldn't even be thinking about it. Right. I mean, I'll just be transparent as I tend to be on this and the third. I have a picture that was a, like a painting that... Fucker put their blood, sweat, and tears into this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And instead of, rah, it just, you know what I'm saying? Being like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Or cutting my part of it yeah. out or whatever, whatever. I just kept it. Like, I keep it out of sight, but I kept it because, yeah, you know, that's a piece of art. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. It just deal. depends on the person. And I think that if you're comfortable with it up, attract somebody that's comfortable with you having it up until you're ready to have it down and have them up. <laughs> yeah, agree. Even though, yeah, I would say something like, yo, how long are you going to have that damn picture? <laughs> Right. Take that shit down. Right. She would. She would. I mean, I think if I went to a chick crib and she had a piss of a nigga, I would notice it. Yeah. I don't think I would say nothing. I would just kind of notice it. Yeah, like, I would notice it. This nigga's nosy. Every time you give me head, this nigga's eyes move. <laughs> we wouldn't even be doing that. I, I and mean, then hey. you had to ask. I'd be like, oh, you still got your other girl up in there. So I figured right, you know, right, I'd throw right. some smart ass shit in I'm going to go. You stupid. <laughs> okay. Next, we got Dear DC, I'm seeing a lot of overweight, mm. not so cute, married women who don't seem particularly nice, funny, or nurturing. Oh. While there's a lot of single, attractive women with bomb personalities, why is this? I don't get it. Thinking about gaining 15 pounds. Mm. Thinking about gaining 15 pounds trying to catch a nigga? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so, look. For this for this particular question, I saw somebody that said um, those overweight, um, not so nice, funny, and unattractive people were probably attractive, smaller, and all of those things before, before. they got married. So I will say this: when you get married, you tend to get comfortable. Men and women alike, Agree. you let yourself go a little bit. Like I mean. Some people just look raw as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like when you got it, <laughs> when you got it, you got it, you're going to have it. You know what I'm saying? Unless you fuck the money up. <laughs> but I think that a lot of times just genetics kick in. Babies. A lot of times, you know, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the Babies. baby in the baby carriage. And uh, that shit can be a little bit of a change to a female shape, especially. And um, shout out to everybody that's held it together without the brain stomach. And um, it's, just, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you tend to let go and it's like you're not checking for other people and maybe you want people to check for you but it's like you have to go through that phase of are oh, they checking for me oh, i'm a i'm a i'm fluffy cute uh yeah i got you know i'm i filled out i got childbearing hips blah 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 to i'm fat okay let me get in the gym <laughs> and now they try to work it off and get it back down to a manageable size i think yeah but um i i just say at the end of the day man if you comfortable with you if your spouse is comfortable with you do y'all and don't really be worrying about you know what i'm saying looks and all that because i I know that the one thing that old couples are is ugly as fuck. Like, I've never written, I, 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 I seen maybe a few, like a handful of older couples that was like, oh, you could tell she was bad. Oh, he was a smooth yeah, ass. Yeah, very bad. But a lot of times, 
old couples be fat, ugly, and be like, dusty. Oh, I see why y'all yeah. <laughs> deserve each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's one of those things where at, at some point, looks is not going to play as no. big a factor in the love. But as now it does why kinda, they do. Oh, at this moment, <laughs> do some sit-ups, bitch. No, I think, I think, um, sometimes I think when you see, like, the overweight, ugly women that be married, that's because them niggas don't have to deal with certain shit with them type of mm, women. The trade-offs. You know what I'm saying? The trade-offs. So like, uh, yeah. I ain't got to worry about her doing this. Mm -hmm. I ain't, she gonna, my meal's going to be she cooked. She done broke the neck of a deer and cooked that bitch you know. for good. And she can hunt and gather. This motherfucking wilderbeast as wife is resourceful. Her toenails have <laughs> cut yuletide logs during several Hanukkah. So, you know, Look, this is my thing, up, ladies. Though. This is my thing, though. This is my thing, though. So I'm going to push back just on that one statement you made in terms of, you said, <laughs> right. fat, wet, and ugly. I, I hope I didn't say that earlier. If I did, I'd take it back. I don't think that anybody's ugly physically. I think that people are maybe unattractive. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. that people could look better. But I just think that, for me personally, the longer I hang out with somebody, the more attractive they get because it's their personality, personality. that I makes agree. it come through. So I just wanted to so make So just unattractive, right? Yeah, we won't say ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Such a harsh word. <laughs> <laughs> Understand God loves you. Okay. Uh, dear DC, mm -hmm. I have a friend who's been married for eight years and recently found out her husband has a secret family on the other side of town. Town? Same city. The kids are five and two years old. He does travel for work, but he's but she's beating herself up for not having any clue at all these years. Is this possible, or did she subconsciously not want to believe it to be so? What's that? <laughs> I'm gonna let ladies go first on this one. This is deep. Um, two things. It could be it could be either or. Um, I, they really don't give a lot of detail, so you really don't know. But it could be she subconsciously didn't want to see it because she. She has everything she wants. Mm -hmm. She got that five-year-old and that two-year-old. In her mind, she got this marriage, mm -hmm. this house, this together, this stability, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes that stability is, like, worth more than the bullshit. So yeah. she'll turn a blind eye to that. Right. So that's the possibility. Or the possibility is she was sucked into mommy life, and she really was clueless. Mm -hmm. And she Blinders. got to be, you know, a wife and... She didn't really think about that or think that that was going to be an issue. So it could be either or. Mm. Either way, what you going to do now? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, I'm assuming these niggas are over 40. And here's why. <laughs> because in today's society, you're not going to live in the same town as a Rolling Stones other family and social media and other influences outside of the household are not going to put that shit on your radar at all. Five no, and two I beg to differ in terms of this. Be, I mean, fucking with somebody versus well, this the other is this family man's could know. family. The other family could know. I didn't know. take that into consideration. I'm assuming both families don't know. No, okay, maybe yeah, one So you got knows. a point there. You got a point there. But at the end of the day, this nigga is obviously willing to go the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all are on one accord and do a crime together, I would say, you know what I'm saying, if you if you got any dirt with this nigga, stay. If you don't have any dirt, probably leave, because this is probably not as bad as it gets. This nigga has a whole nother family. He probably done caught bodies. This dude probably ex-CIA. You never know what's going on. I mean, your kid's young enough, girl, you can start over. But are her kids five and two, or are the other kids she knows about? No, recently found out her. The kids. The kids. Whose kids? Hmm. 
Hmm. We don't know that. I would assume that could be, their I, kids I, are five I, and two. Kids, but, yeah. Okay, but nevertheless, I, if it is your kids, hmm. the kids young enough not to know, hmm. not to know a big difference, right? Just daddy's working and mom moved on. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of staying around and waiting to their, I, I need to know. I need to know. 14. I need to know because if his kids with her are five and two and his other kids are teenagers, <laughs> so. So, or, is hooked up, and I don't have. I'm not saying I don't have to tell you, but Shorty's not part of my life, and I don't have to really divulge you. And any, you don't let's want say baby mama. Kid is like three or four, in between uh, the two. No, nah. caught <laughs> in between the two, but I really wanna be. Apparently not, nigga. All right, I just I I that this one I don't necessarily have an answer for. I would want to meet and interview these motherfuckers. Can we get them on the show, please? Can y'all pull up DC? Can you please find un- out anonymously get these niggas on the show, dog, and let us know because we need to get more context and we need to get more information, which is the case in most times in life, most situations. You can't just take something that's face value <laughs> because you would agree your answer would be very different yeah. if the other kids are five and two versus the other kids being teenagers and these the current couple's kids being five and two. If the other kids were teenagers and then they just been having the relationship, right? And you didn't know about them kids? Right. Girl, your whole marriage is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, but remember Baby Boy when he was like, man, I pulled up on your son. Motherfucker said you used to beat his mama's ass when y'all was, when y'all, when he was younger. Like Vin Rames' character had a totally different family, but they didn't fuck with him because he used to be abusive. Right. So you never know the situation of why he doesn't. But no, Maybe they don't rock with him. Well, yeah, possibly. Maybe, maybe they don't rock possibly. with him. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's layered. What do y'all think? I would love to hear the comments on this one. I'm sure we'll get some good ones. And y'all let us know what y'all think. Um, do you think that she should stay or she should go? And if so, why or why not? Is that fair? Cool. All right. Well, we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. literally. And it's been a pleasure serving as your host. Once again, it's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, my lovely co-hosts with the most, Miss Reese Peace of the One and Only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check Checks us out. out. Now he can go party. All right. <laughs>